Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hey everyone, Katherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and the Uncluttered Office Podcast. So we're continuing with our series about the different types of people within the time and style space. I did it backwards. <laughs> it's hilarious. Time and space style inventory, what we're also calling the TSSI. So, so far we've covered three aspects of space and one aspect of time. So this one today is big picture, perfectionists, and perspective. And what we're going to be talking about is what is your perspective on your time? How do you see time? How do you deal with it? So argue more into the details. Are you using your energy effectively and efficiently? Are you making your transitions in a way that makes sense? And are you balancing your priorities? So there's just zero multitasking. I am completely anti-multitasking. I don't believe in it. I don't think it's a good idea. The only multitasking you're allowed to do is like sing while you're driving in your car. And I will say I listen to podcasts in my car. Big fan of podcasts. That's how I decided to start a podcast. I heard so many good ones and I said, I know I have a message and I'd love to be out there. So here we are and no multitasking. Did you get that? (laughs) So Let's talk first about people. Let me do this first. There's a spectrum. So when you're talking about the time and space style inventory, you're talking about being somewhere on the spectrum between a big picture and a perfectionist. So if you're a big picture, you can imagine you you look at everything as an overview. And if you're a perfectionist, you're into the nitty gritty details. That's the short version. Now let's do the meaty stuff. So if you're a big picture person, and I sort of tend to be in the middle on this, sometimes I'm big picture, sometimes I'm a total perfectionist. But let's start with the big picture. You prefer global strategies, sort of 5,000 foot view looking down. You're a visionary. You may be a quick start, which means you're quick to start a project, may or may not be dealing with all the details to get it done. You're, ah, funny thing, you're impatient with details. And you tend to produce multiple ideas. It's likely you underestimate how much time things take, especially the detail-oriented tasks. And that is something that I definitely forget about, how long it takes to do anything that requires quite a bit of detail. You probably like to task switch. So that means You prefer to have multiple priorities and you do them from priority to priority to priority. And we'll talk about how you can manage that. I know this is something I do and 
I've found a system that really works for me. You assume that details will take care of themselves. You expect others to be mind readers. Oh, God, guilty as charged. And that they will magically understand what you are talking about. And you may miss significant steps because you gloss over the details. But you might say things like, I love the rush of a new project. Oh, crud, I forgot to follow up with that client. I have no patience for this detail stuff. Can't someone else just handle the details? So what are some steps you could be doing if you are a big picture person? The biggest thing, and it's helped me tremendously, is to write things down. So you may have an idea list or a little notebook that you keep in your briefcase or in your purse or on your desk. I keep a little notebook on my desk at all times, and I'm constantly scribbling things in there. It helps me to remember them. You might use a moleskin. A lot of people love these. And there are some now that are out that have a, oh, (laughs) you know, I'm not tech. This is going to be hilarious. Sort of a computer digital operated pen. I'm actually looking into this where you write in the book and you can actually see the ink, but at the same time, it's digitally recording. And then it can all be uploaded into your computer software. I'm really wanting one of these. This is definitely on my list of things I would like. Or you might record things on your phone. Now, interestingly enough, if I'm close enough to my to my phone, I can record on my watch. I have an iWatch. So I could just simply say to myself, remind me in two hours to do the other podcast. And it would say it back to me. And then it would send a reminder, which is phenomenal and amazing. Now, these watches, you can actually also set them. You can put cellular on them. I chose not to, but it's really pretty amazing. They're like, hi, I'm on the bat phone. It's hilarious. So that's the first thing, write things down. You need to do a lot of planning. So make sure that you set up some kind of planning system. I use a project management software called Asana, and then the various tasks and projects auto-populate into my Google Calendar. I set it and I forget it, which is amazing. So you definitely want to schedule those maintenance reminders and triggers. A new thing I just created, because there are certain tasks I just do not like to do, but they still have to be done by me. A lot of them I've managed to have my assistant work on. I've created a new category in Asana. This is like two weeks ago. It's just heaven. It's called weekly maintenance. So I initially started by calling it something another book called it, which was crap day, which I didn't like that word at all. Not because I have any problem with bad words, just it didn't fit. Plus, it just made me feel low and negative. And then I thought I would call it weekly housekeeping. So I'm not a big fan of housekeeping. So I said, that's out. And weekly maintenance just felt like, right. You maintain your car, you maintain your HVAC system, you maintain things in your life. So if I could just have weekly maintenance for my business, it would be amazing. So I assign some tasks that I can't stand in there and I just do them because it's weekly maintenance. It's no different than exercising, right? Exercising is your maintenance of your body. You need to take care of your body. You're going to want to simplify your routines. That can be everything from your gym clothes, packing your gym bag. Any travel bags you have, I always keep a dop kit ready to go. I wish I could remember the word for ladies on that perfume case. I don't remember what they call them. Train case. Anyway, whatever that's called, which has all your shampoos and your deodorant and all those things. 
I always keep that packed and ready to go. In fact, I have two of them. I have a very small version that I take with me when it's just sort of an overnight kind of deal. And then I have a bigger version for longer trips. You want to prepack your briefcase or computer bag or computer backpack. So you have it ready to go. You don't want to forget things. I even have pre-made a vertical file folder that holds everything my bookkeeper needs when she's on site and here to help me. And that even includes a stapler and staples and a notepad and a pen. It's hilarious, but it's just so easy when she arrives, I just hand it to her. You're going to want to have a detail-oriented support system or partner. So my virtual admin is incredibly detail-oriented. She makes sure that I don't drop the ball on things, which is fantastic. You're going to want to get help with follow-through. So that could be an automated system. So they were, uh, I'll give you an example. I have a CRM called Active Campaign, and certain tasks in there are automated. And the people who I'm reaching out to for sales and marketing are in an active campaign with reminder notices that pop up once again on Google Calendar and let me know I need to follow up with so-and-so, which is great. Definitely worth doing. So it doesn't just have to be a person. It can be systems that can support you. And you're going to want to use very clear and precise communication because people are not mind readers, even though we really wish they were. Pay money for that. It'd be amazing. So be sure to use planning tools. Be clear with your instructions and expectations. Review timelines with others before commuting. Learn patience. Not my strongest point, but I'm learning. You're work in progress. So let's go to the other, quote, side of the spectrum. And talk about perfectionists. And I have a whole chunk of perfectionism in me, which is hilarious when you consider I'm sort of a big picture person. So who are you? You have to be able to do everything yourself and do it well. I have released that. Thank you, Lord. You have a hard time saying no. Also release that. Yay. You're worried about other people's approval. You struggle to understand the difference between high standards and being Superman or Wonder Woman. I wear a Wonder Woman bracelet to remind me two things. One, that I'm amazing, badass, and can do it. And the other reason is to remind me that I don't have to be Wonder Woman. It's not my job. You may focus too much time on your bells and whistles on something. And those are the things that add less value. And that is where I get trapped in the perfectionist thing. I want to give so much to my clients. I'm creating a program now and I have a time management document and I'm going to be talking to my coach later and we are going to have a very good laugh because as I'm working on it, it's getting longer and longer and longer and it is overwhelming at this point and there's too many details. Now you may say, oh, you wasted all that time on that. I never look at it that way. That could be a future podcast or an e-newsletter. That could be a blog post. That could be something I post on Medium. That content is never a waste of time. It's just time I probably shouldn't have spent this weekend, but I did, and it's over. And a little forgiveness is always a good thing. So try to take a look at, if you're a perfectionist, how much detail you're putting into things. You may miss opportunities to get help because you're so busy doing it yourself that you don't bring in other folks. You may be frustrated if you're getting close to a deadline and you're worried you're going to miss it. And you may make things more difficult for yourself than you need to make them. Yeah, I can be guilty of that sometimes. So 
Here are some things you might say as a perfectionist. If I want something done right, I do it myself. <laughs> like I said, every mom ever, right? Maybe every parent ever. I need more time to get it right. I have high expectations of everyone, especially myself. It takes longer to explain it than to do it myself. And I have to tell you, I definitely have a piece of that. It takes longer to explain it. But I'm finding that if you explain it right once, really clearly, you don't have to keep explaining it over and over again. And so something that you used to do as a task, I'll give you an example. I used to do the setup of my e-zine, my e-newsletter that goes out every week. There's a template and I would go in and then I would doctor it up and make it amazing. I have completely released that whole piece of the job to my virtual admin. She does a beautiful job. She gets it all set up. She sends me a test. I say, yay or nay, out it goes. It has been game changer for me. I do write all my own content. I would love to not be writing all my own content, but I actually like to write. So I'm pretty good at it. And that is, that is in my voice. So there is something to be said for writing your own content. So what are some next steps you can take as a perfectionist? You can get help prioritizing your time. I actually hired a business coach this summer to really stay on track with certain things I wanted to get out. For example, the Epic Office Transformation will be coming out in October. It's going to be an amazing program. It's in beta testing right now with seven amazing people. That was a priority for me. I needed a program, something that I could teach. I'm moving away from designing so much and moving much more into teaching people how they can be more productive, what systems they can put in place, et cetera. So I needed to prioritize my time and podcasts take time. So there had to be time made to be able to do this. And I love it. So it's awesome. So you may need help distinguishing between your high and low priority activities and which will provide the highest payoff. Something to think about. I don't spend much time anymore creating YouTube videos because I can reuse, repurpose the podcast and you pick your channels. Where are you getting your clients? Focus on your bottom line expectations or maybe your boss's bottom line expectations, but be clear about what your the expectations are of you and what's the bottom line. How are you going to get there? Here's a big one. And I really had to learn this. Aim for done, not perfection. The world will not end if there's a typo. I have gotten much more relaxed about this. I am an English lit major. I am very intense about grammar and spelling and punctuation. And I'm learning to chill the heck out about that a little bit and not worry so much if something goes out with a typo. If something goes out with three typos, uh, my I'm, I'm going to be a little OCD about it. I do kind of freak out if there are three typos. But this is the number one biggest thing for perfectionists. Learn to say no. No is a complete sentence. You do not have to do everything. What are you going to do with that? Well, you're going to delegate some of it. And some of it you're going to systematize and automate. Some of it you're going to still do, but you're going to put it lower down your priority list. I promise you, 
your world is going to change when you learn to say, no, I'm not doing that. No, just no. It's an amazing thing. So that is the spectrum for the big picture and the perfectionist, of which I have an ample chunk of both. You absolutely can be somewhere in the middle. There's no saying you're only big picture or only perfectionist. Remember, this is all about how what your perspective is on time, how you look at things. And that's it, believe it or not. I feel like big picture perfectionist was a pretty easy one, maybe because I could relate to both sides of it. I don't know. At any rate, I'm Catherine Avery from ProductivityByDesign.com and the Uncluttered Office of Podcast. I would absolutely love to help you if you're struggling, whether you are too focused on the big picture and need to learn how to get more detail-oriented in your life, or whether you are a perfectionist who's dealing with every little detail and needs to learn systems and automate. Like I said, my program's coming out in October. If you are interested, there will be more coming up. You can certainly check out my website at productivitybydesign.com. You love this podcast. I'd love it if you would share it. The more people you share it with, the more people get to hear the message of how they can have a better life by improving their productivity. And also that it's not just about productivity. It really is about living your best life. Have a great one. See you in the circle. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.